We're joined now by the leader of the opposition, David Spears. We've been talking uh, at some length this morning about the the new anti-Ash the Ambo ad, which the Liberal Party launched overnight, taking aim at Labor over its so far spectacular failure to even go close to honouring its promise to fix ramping during this term of government. Mr Spears, good morning. Thank you for the time. The ad pretty much speaks for itself, doesn't it? Good morning, and yes, it, it sure does. Look, it's a bit, um, perhaps a little bit cheeky of us, but we're clearly ripping off Labour's ads that they juked the South Australian public into believing before the election that they would fix ramping. Labour will fix the ramping crisis. We saw the uh, the core floats on every Stobby Pole and lamppost throughout Adelaide and beyond. Uh, we are calling this out. Ramping's 98% up on what it was when we left office. Uh, just uh, in the last 48 hours, uh, I think it was 16 patients waited more than 24 hours for a bed in our major metropolitan hospitals. So we've got our own version of ASH. Uh, she looks slightly different, but she's got a similar message, only this time the message is aimed at Peter Malinowskis and his failures. Uh, and isn't a political message at the Liberal Party. Did did you guys stuff it up, though, when you were in office? Because it did blow out massively. Look, there were pretty significant challenges around COVID. I don't think we got uh, uh, everything right, but we also didn't say to the South Australian public, if you vote, uh, vote for us and we form government, we'll fix this. Ramping's extremely difficult to fix. And when you say you'll fix something, people assume that the problem will be solved. Uh, Labour haven't solved the problem. As I say, it's up 98%. That's, those are stats that roll off the tongue pretty easy. But at the end of the day, uh, these are our family members, our friends, our neighbours lying in an ambulance waiting to get into a hospital. And uh, I don't know about you, but when, when I think of my loved ones uh, suffering in that circumstance, it's uh, pretty worrying. But it's an entirely political point you're making then, isn't it? Because you're not claiming that it would be any better off under a Liberal government right now. No, we, look, we've, I'm making a very clear political point with this one. Uh, we, we had a, a plan. We were working through uh, ramping. It was a very difficult time with COVID-19. I'm not pretending we had all the answers. It was a challenging period when we were managing the health system. Uh, can we? I don't want to go back too far in history, but we inherited transforming health the Royal Adelaide Hospital built far too small. The repat shut down. Uh, we were trying to unpick that. Then we were hit by COVID-19. And um, uh, and ramping was a challenge for our government. I remember sitting in Cabinet as Environment Minister and it came up day after day. Uh, what can we do to solve this? Uh, there's no there's no silver bullet, but Peter Malinakis told South Australians he had that silver bullet. It was going to be fixed under him. And clearly that's now not the case. Um, David Spears... Um, I was under the impression, and I've certainly been wrong before and probably will be again, but I, I had the very strong vibe last year uh, that, that you guys were probably likely to support a voice to Parliament. Um, has the party sort of been a bit sort of swamped by grassroots members saying, no, nah, we don't want this, we don't want a third chamber? What's the, what's the rationale behind the Libs coming out opposing Labor's proposed voice? Well, look, I, I certainly never felt that there was a, a move to support it. There was there was a move, I suppose, to be very open-minded about it. We wanted to see Labour's legislation. We wanted to see if this would have practical outcomes associated around healthcare, education, child protection, uh, job opportunities for Aboriginal South Australians and the like. When we saw the legislation, it had none of those things. It was it was all based on the vibe. 
uh, perhaps an excuse for Peter Malinowskis to stride across the national stage saying, look at me, look at me, I might be your prime minister one day. Uh, at the end of the day, there wasn't a lot of detail. We didn't even know how much um, the members of this um, this body are going to be paid, uh, never mind how it will actually work. Uh, and and there was a real worry uh, amongst uh, members of parliament on my side of politics that this would be a, a third chamber um, competing in a way uh, with the, the lower and upper houses of parliament. Now, we support, and we were very clearly on the record supporting uh, more engagement with Aboriginal South Australians. We want them to be involved in decisions that affect their lives and Stephen Marshall had a bill when he was Premier uh, to create a, an engagement body, a much lighter touch than what Labour's proposing, uh, and uh, we just didn't feel we could support this one. There were no practical outcomes for Aboriginal people. 2021, you guys moved to, to introduce a bill, the Aboriginal Representative Body Bill of 2021, aiming to give Aboriginal people a voice that will be heard by the Parliament of South Australia, the Cabinet, State Authorities and other persons. Sounds awfully like a voice. How was your bill substantially different from the voice model that the, uh, the that uh, Peter Malinowskis has proposed? Well, it was very much focused on practical outcomes and wound up with that were a whole range of um, uh, initiatives around um, reconciliation, action plans, improved health and educational outcomes, but also, and importantly, and this is a bit of technicality, but it was going to report directly to the existing Aboriginal Land Standing Committee. Now, a lot of your listeners will say, what, what the heck's that? that? That is an existing body within Parliament that uh, tables reports on issues that matter to Aboriginal South Australians. Uh, and so uh, we our model was going to just enhance that. It wasn't this uh, highfalutin model that Labour have put forward with no clear outcomes, uh, with no detail. And, and we just didn't feel we could support this. Aboriginal South Australians have really, really poor outcomes when it comes to health, education, child protection, economic participation, all things that really are are a, a national disgrace, if not a state disgrace. Now, I think Labour's view is, well, we'll have a crack and see if this voice makes any difference. We've made a conclusion beforehand that we don't think it will. David Spears, the State Opposition Leader, thanks for joining us this morning on 5AA. Thanks for having me. A lot of feedback about the ramping stuff, mm. big time. One here from Catherine, about time this was brought up. Interesting how quiet the ambulance union has gone now that uh, Labor got in with its false promises. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.